Hey, how's it going everyone? Welcome to another episode of Weekly Code Quickies, your weekly updates for tech news, coding tricks and tips and more. As always, I'm your host Norbert PM and in today's episodes, we are going to have the following topics. What is the problem with the metaverse? Mark Zuckerberg and Gary Vaynerchuk had an interview. I actually have five important things that I want to talk about. Then we're going to take a look at a metaverse ETF. Don't know what an ETF is, then please stick around and also what this ETF does. And the last topic will be hydrogen. Hydrogen is a new framework. It is released by Shopify. <laughs> it is released by Shopify and it is a React based framework. And we're going to take a look at that also. Okay, so without further ado, let's jump into the episode. So as I said, Gary Vaynerchuk, the interrupter himself, had an interview with Mark Zuckerberg, the CEO of Meta, firmly known as Facebook. Basically, they talked about the metaverse and also Web 3.0, which I'm extremely interested about. And after Gary Vaynerchuk interrupted Mark Zuckerberg like a thousand times, also I do believe that in the dictionary there should be a photo with Gary Vaynerchuk and to the left side the word interrupted. It should really be his face with something like that. Okay, so Gary Vaynerchuk had an interview with Mark Zuckerberg, as I said, and I would like to talk about the highlights that I believe that are the highlights of this interview. Also, if you didn't know already, Gary Vaynerchuk is involved massively in, in NFTs, non-fungible tokens, which also makes a lot of sense for this interview because we'll see how NFTs and Mark Zuckerberg's version of the metaverse are well, tightly connected. So the very first question that I believe was extremely important that where Gary Vaynerchuk asked, and I'm going to paraphrase here. Gary Vaynerchuk asked, 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 Gary asked Zuckerberg, where does he feel like that the metaverse is going to and how it is similar to the earlier days of Facebook? Then Zuckerberg replied that he feels that metaverse is the next frontier in social connections. We are a technology first company that builds technology to advance human connection. Building platforms and experiences that deliver the sense of presence, like you are right there with another person. I'm still waiting on smell vision but I might add that they're literally not enhancing our collection. The current versions of whatever social media is, is not enhancing our connection. We are more disconnected from um, for human interactions because human interactions do need two humans. Poof. One beside another, looking in each other's eyes and actually touching each other. If you write that someone is a moron, you should say it to his face and then not just tweet it on Twitter. Okay? So I do believe that Zuckerberg is talking here BS, major BS. What he meant to say is that he's trying to connect companies much easier to uh, users or potential buyers. That's what he actually is trying to do. Just my opinion on it. Okay, the second question was, why did he acquire Oculus so early on, almost seven years ago? So if you don't know, Mark Zuckerberg acquired Oculus way back. And I, actually, they I don't know what he actually built. Accepting Facebook, allegedly, that he built, they acquired Instagram, they acquired Snapchat, they acquired WhatsApp, they acquired Oculus. They, how are they a technology-first company? I just can't understand it. That's not understandable for me. Okay, so as I said, the second question was, why did he acquire Oculus that early, early on? 
Gary Chuck asked Mark Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberg replied, he felt that although you can take your phone anywhere, he couldn't deliver the necessary immersive experience which he would like to deliver. Okay, so this makes a lot of sense why he acquired Oculus, uh, everything going in the direction of Metaverse. So this just means that he was already thinking about the Metaverse early in the early, early days. Now, Zuckerberg also knows that he lost the race for the smartphone, but he does know that the smartphones out there, out there are the gatekeepers. And if the, gatekeeper sh the gatekeepers shut their gates, then he and his entire social network will collapse because no one is actually using a PC or I think less than 10% of the users are using a PC. Basically, people are only using PCs to edit videos and then upload them to Instagram, Facebook, and so on and so on. So yeah, Mark Zuckerberg is in a, Mark Zuckerberg is in a big dilemma here because gatekeepers, we, we also saw, saw the, the fight between him and Apple and yeah, it's, it's good, this could go in a different direction. The next interesting question I believe was, are contact lenses the future of augmented reality? Zuckerberg replied that, and I quote, there are people working on this. He didn't say that his people is working on this or that his people are working on it. Uh, but the problem is connect connection or connectivity and energy. You have to power that somehow. And then Gary replied that, I thought that was so funny if he could, if he could swallow a 5G pill. Jesus. Gary, please control yourself. I know you want to sell things, but please, dude. Dan Zuckerberg added that in the near future, you will see normal looking glasses that can project holograms in the real world. Okay, so this is extremely interesting because Meta already had a collaboration with Ray-Ban, if you didn't see that, and tried, they tried to do, uh, wait just a second, they, they tried to do Ray-Ban, you know, the, the glasses company, actually Ray-Ban is already owned by someone else, but the, the brand Ray-Ban, it exists and they try to do uh, Ray-Ban stories, exactly. Ray-Ban stories, now, can I still find it? Ray-Ban, Ray-Ban, wait, wait just a second, uh, Oculus, this Oculus, let's see if I can find Ray-Ban, because on Ray-Ban's official upside, there we go. Uh, introducing Ray-Ban stories, first generation smart glasses, and just going to turn the woo. So, listen, this is really, okay, do they have two cameras in there? You can take videos, they suck, explaining that, ooh, I'm so cool. Yeah, so that you can take videos, you can listen to music with it, and $300, Jesus. Here's the, here's the thing. Ooh, exciting things. You tap on it, you record with it, you make stories, it's lit. Wow. Yeah, whatever. So they tried it. If you go to Ray-Ban's official site, you will not get them. You cannot find them. Also, I do believe that Facebook is just trying to do a um, uh, what Apple did. They're trying to, to grab onto the fashion industry, uh, just like Beats by Dre did and to leech themselves actually to the fashion industry, making their glasses fashionable and thus more adaptable by us, the young folks, or even younger than me. I'm 35, yay. I'm still considering myself young. Okay, so as I said, I couldn't find them on, on Ray-Ban's site themselves, but who knows, maybe it is a good investment. Okay, so the fourth question, 
by Gary Vee was, will Metaverse core focus speed attention grab? <laughs> I think that's so cool. Zuckerberg actually then replied, absolutely. We have to wave all these new technologies through this social app because you want to be able to jump into the metaverse and a 3D experience from your Instagram feed. Now I can I can see this actually happening when you get a notification that your friend is somewhere at a concert for example. Actually they, they did show this and you don't want to miss out. What's the what's the thing that call FOMO? Fear of missing out. FOMO will be then in there and you will just tap on it and put on your oculus glasses or whatever they will be called in the future and can just jump in the action that will be interesting the, he also said that a lot of the discovery will be through this social media platform so as i said you're going to get notified that friends and uh, film stars you, can you imagine being there in the movie itself so cool with your favorite star with being in the mma fight yourself well as a hologram <laughs> that would be cool damn it he's getting to me okay so after that question mark zuckerberg actually got into a big uh, pain point of his and that was that uh, he missed out on the smartphone industry because the smartphone are the gatekeepers as i said and here's where Mark Zuckerberg said something really interesting. I actually wrote it down. Uh, he also said that he would love to build a bunch of apps. So here's where it's interesting. So he would love to build a bunch of apps, but app apps. He would love to build a bunch of apps, but he cannot because he's constrained into this rectangle and his and its policies. So can you imagine that? When the metaverse will exist, the policies that are made are Facebook's policies. And if you're in their technology and in their application, they control everything. They basically then control everything. So I find this particularly worrying because ultimate power should not be given to anyone. Okay, so this just, woo, just makes me afraid. Okay, so let's move on. Let's say the uh, Gary then asks what Mark Zuckerberg's stand is on NFTs. Because you know Gary Vaynerchuk is big in NFTs. And this is where Mark Zuckerberg reveals his huge plan of yes. And it's actually interesting the way he thinks about it. It's not about the attention grab in the metaverse, but it is about something much more important. It's about stuff. Okay, the stuff you own. As you know very well, the stuff you own ends up owning you. And you just imagine if you move on from Minecraft to Fortnite and you can take your stuff with you. And then you move on to GTA and you can take your stuff with you. That's, that's the big deal. So portable, I actually quote, portable between different experiences. Woo, this sends some shivers down my spine. Okay, so here's the problem with the metaverse. The saying that the stuff you own ends up owning you means that in the moment when you don't want to let go of that stuff and it becomes that important, you will pay for it, you will live for it, and the owner of that universe will own you. Remember this, these words. Because no one wants to give up his stuff. Just imagine 10 years of stuff and you would have to give it all up if you 
if you move out, out of the metaverse. 80% of the people will not do that. So I believe that also if you want to have stuff in the metaverse, you most likely will need to pay for it. And you know that Zuckerberg already tried to create a currency, he failed. And then he realized that in order to have his own currency, he will need to have his own universe. And that is why the metaverse. Okay. So I believe that Meta will judge, will be judge, jury and executioner. And well, they will control your finances, then they will control your life. Okay, if you wish to check out the entire interview, I will leave a link in the, in the show notes. So check it out. Okay, next topic, the Metaverse ETF. I believe I also have it here. So Metaverse ETF, let's just go through what actually a ETF is. It is a exchange trade fund, and it is a type of security that tracks an index sector commodity or other assets, but which can be purchased or sold on a stock exchange the same way a regular stock can. Okay, so basically you can buy and sell it as any regular stock, but it just tracks an index, okay? It's not like owning stocks from a specific company. Normally in a ETF, there are more than one companies forward in there and they're, um, let's just say they're, I'm going to actually show you in a couple of minutes. So ETF can be can be structured to track anything from a price of an individual company to a large and diverse collection of securities. ETFs can even be structured to track specific investment strategies. This is really important. Okay. A well-known example of a ETFs is the Spider S and S&P 500 ETF or SPY, which tracks the S&P 500 index. Okay, so it's not the S&P 500. It's only tracking it. So not, you're not actually buying S&P 500 stock. ETFs can contain many types of investment, including stocks, commodities, bonds, or a mixture of investment types. An exchange traded fund, a ETF, is a marketable security, meaning that it has an associated price which also means that it can be bought and sold easily. Let's actually take a look at it currently. So the tracker is Meta. Primary exchange is the New York SE expense ratio. I think this is a pretty high expense ratio. They are currently at 701 million. Okay, so it's called around here Ball Metaverse ETF, Meta ETF. It is designed to offer investors exposure to the Metaverse. <laughs> that would be this will be so interesting by providing investment results that closely cor correspond before fees and expenses to the performance of ball metaverse index okay so let's take a look at what it uh, what are the benefits this includes so the ball metaverse index is the first index globally designed to track the performance of the metaverse the index cons i don't know you could call anything a metaverse will it be that will this be the Facebook metaverse or not the Facebook the meta the meta metaverse or will it be something else I don't know we will see the the important thing is here they're going to track actually I believe the the the, the value of NFTs within the metaverse the index consists of a tried weight portfolio globally listed companies who are actually involved in the metaverse okay so what do they stand for so they're investing in compute in networking in virtual platforms interchange standards in payments of course in payments 
blockchain will be extremely important. Also, I don't know if you saw or not that uh, PayPal is working on accepting Bitcoin and content assets and identity services. Okay, so let's let's just take a look at what they're investing in. Okay, so they have 10.68% in NVIDIA. Ooh, corporation. They have 10.51% uh, in Roblox Corp. I don't know what this is. They have 7% in Microsoft, uh, 5 point, almost 6% in Unity software. Ooh, interesting. Unity, you know this. Unity is um, like the Unreal Engine. It is a gaming engine. The difference would be that Unity is, in order to, to work in Unity, you would need to use uh, C Sharp. And for Unreal, you would need to use C++. Okay, they're also in Meta Platforms in Autodesk. This is interesting. Why in Autodesk? Huh, 4.2%. Now, if you don't know, Autodesk is a um, drawing software, AutoCAD, which is basically for uh, all engineering stuff. But also, let me just check Autodesk. Autodesk is interesting. So let me just support products. There we go. Uh, architecture, engineering, and construction, because I'm a construction engineer, that's why I know they have AutoCAD, Revit, which has regular structural engineering, Accent, Civil 3D, AutoCAD LT, which is the light version. Also Inventor, AutoCAD Fusion. Okay, there it is. Uh, 3ds Max, which is simulation. You have Maya, Arnold, Mobile, I don't know what this is, but I think they're investing in these parts. Although I can see, I can see a ton of application in 3D construction, 3D engineering. There's a lot of a lot of potential in there really okay so let's go back to autodesk amazon of course why not uh tagnet and qualcomm i don't know what that is that's for this etf if you're interested in the metaverse etf then check it out we'll leave a link in the description below okay last topic of discussion is hydrogen what is hydrogen hydrogen is a react-based framework for building custom storefronts on Shopify. A custom storefront is a example of a headless commerce model where the front end and the back end of your store end are independent. Now, why would you build a custom storefront and building a custom storefront offers the following key benefits. Flexibility, the storefront API is device and platform agnostic. You can build a custom storefront using any programming language, which adds flexibility to your workflow. It is customizable. You can build a solution that grows and adapts with the merchant's business. As customer trends and interactions change, the commerce solutions can adapt quickly to long-term market shifts in customer acquisitions. Also integration, it will bring your tools, technology stacks and experiences and integrate your own custom backend with Shopify's commerce data. So at the end of the day, it gives you everything you need to start fast, build fast and deliver the best personalized shopping experience. At least that's what they claim. So Hydrogen is a front end web development framework used for building Shopify custom storefronts. It includes the structure, components and tooling needed to get started. You can spend your time selling and designing features that make your brand unique. Okay, so that's basically what they're trying to achieve with Hydrogen. Okay, so that's it for this episode. Hope you enjoyed it. If you did like this, give it a review 
Also, if you have any kind of questions or suggestions, leave them in the comment sections down below. If you're not already subscribed, then please consider doing so on YouTube. Also, click that notification bell in order to get notified wherever I post new episodes. Also, we are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We are all over the place. Okay, everyone, take care. Have a nice day. Bye-bye.